Shut up, East High. Hello, East High. I'm going to say a thing right here because that's what I'd normally do, even though I don't know why. Wow, you're so quirky. Who are you? <laughs> We're really pushing the boundaries of this format, you know? It's so meta. Um, <laughs> I'm Tyler, by the way. I'm Condra. We're the amateur nerds. This is Wildcat Minute, where we talk about high school musical one minute at a time. Today, we are talking about Minute 36, which starts out with Troy not being alone, because he's here to sing with Gabriella, and ends with Kelsey making everyone else look good, or at least Troy thinking <laughs> that. Yeah, that reminded me of um, in Commentary the Musical, where um, Felicia goes, Neil? You're not alone. You're just kind of a bleep. <laughs> exactly. No, yeah, it was a pretty good intro. After after I did my quirky thing, we, we did a good intro. Well, anyway, no need to in. comment on it. Um, this isn't commentary the musical. Yeah. We've already covered that. We should that. sing, though. We should sing more. No. We got flack last week for you not singing um, the thing from Camp Rock uh, uh, I, on mic. On mic. <laughs> I, the funny thing was, it was on mic, but it was during our test of the mic, not on actual mic. Maybe someday. Maybe someday I'll ask you what Camp Rock is about, and then I'll sing This Is Me. <laughs> what is Camp... The, today? Is Camp Rock today's Camp decom Rock of the week? Camp Rock is not today. No, not Connor, today. you're supposed to leave it as a tease so they'll listen to the episode. Well, they'll still have to find out what the decom of the week is, because I haven't said what it is yet. Okay. And we take things very seriously here. Um, just as just the as seriously. drama department? Yes. Nice transition That's there. what... Thank you. Um, that's what Miss Darbus says to Troy and Gabriella. She's like, we take things very seriously, so you can't just show up late. No shenanigans. Auditions are over. Yeah. Does she think that Troy's trying to audition as a joke, or... Yeah. Yeah, I don't think she thinks he's actually serious about this. Like, she is thinking of Chad and Mr. Bolton, like, Troy's father. And, oh, I just made that joke in reverse. <laughs> Please. Mr. Bolton is my father. Call me Mike. Call- <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Wait, I don't remember his real name anymore. Jack. I just remember Mike. <laughs> Jack. Jack. <laughs> so yeah darbus takes theater very seriously and she is trying to convey that to troy and gabriella like no this isn't a joke we're here for the real stuff like don't be wasting my time i'm not gonna take you seriously which is don't kind go of... wasting my time exactly um it's kind of unfair I like if i tried Okay, sorry. <laughs> it's kind of unfair that she's just like, oh, he's probably just like joking around. But where he wasn't the one that started it, it was Gabriella. Like, does he think, does she think that like he pressured this new student into being like, yeah, I want you to run out at the end and be like, I want to audition. So then I can come out and be like all vulnerable and weird and awkward and be like, I also want to audition <laughs> with her. Like, what? <laughs> I don't. I think I think more so it's that Miss Darbus just doesn't want to see any more auditions. She's just done. She wants to go. She wants to leave. Free period is over. Apparently, um, how long was free period? What is time in this movie? Hard to say. Um, in the words of Fez from that '70s show, "I said good day." Essentially, is what Miss Darbus says. Yeah. So she walks out on them, and is like, "Try next time." Like 
if you're actually serious about this, oh. try the next play. The next musical. The next musical. And oh, but I, Troy says, Troy says, but she's got a beautiful singing voice. Which is super sweet. Like. He doesn't say anything about himself. That'd be funny if he's like, but I could actually sing really good. <laughs> yeah, he's giving all the credit to Gabriella, who was the one that started it. And like, he's just there for support. But nor does Gabriella say, and also Troy can sing. <laughs> Gabriella really doesn't say anything this whole, does she say anything yeah. this minute? This minute, I don't think so, because last minute she volunteers, and this minute, it's all Troy. It's all Troy. Okay. Yeah. But she, she's a very good presence in the... She's, like, engaged. She's very still. sweet. Yeah. She looks so kind and, like, <laughs> awkward. Um, so as, as Miss Darvis is walking away, the subtitles say piano playing, and there's this kind of, like, soft, thoughtful piano playing. And then we immediately cut to Kelsey standing up from the piano. Did, were you interpreting that piano music as diegetic or non-diegetic? No, I knew that was Kelsey playing it. Like, I mean, also because I've seen it before, but, like, it makes sense. Like, oh, I just had this really crappy encounter. Like, Kelsey's comfort is her Does piano. Does it make sense? In her music. Like, yeah, she's all stressed and freaking out, and no one's there anymore, so she's got a moment to herself, and she's just like... She's like, I'm going to play eight bars of a sad song and then get up and leave. Like, You know, sometimes all you have to listen to is the chorus of Wake Me Up Inside, and then you're good. <laughs> I think... I think actually it might make a little bit more sense that I'm giving it credit for because a good excuse for her to just kind of sit there and wait for everyone else to leave so she can be alone is to just play a little bit on the piano and people be like, oh, she's just playing the piano. We can leave. Yeah. And then she kind of is, has the whole stage to herself by the time everyone else is left, except for Troy and Gabriella. Who are a little frustrated, a little sad, but... I feel like Troy would be relieved. Probably. But also, Troy is a good guy, and he's like, I didn't do Troy this. Troy is such a nice guy in this minute, it's hilarious. He's so sweet. <laughs> Baby Zephron Kelsey Zephron gets up so from the piano. Yep. And, and trips. Dramatically and her, trips. Her, her papers go flying everywhere, very comedically. Actually, not as comedically as you would expect. They go flying a little bit. But, like, if you're picturing, like, papers flying all over the place, that's not exactly what happens. Probably because that's not realistic. And this is a more realistic fall. But, you know. Yeah, but the, her throwing the papers is very dramatic and very not realistic. <laughs> She's. I don't know. Sometimes when you're falling and your first instinct is, like, I need to catch, my, catch myself with my hands, whatever's in your hands is just going to fly out. Don't fall with a baby, Tyler. Uh, no, I, I don't plan on Unless... Unless you were carrying the baby and there was, like, someone right behind you and they could catch the baby. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Almost like a la- like a lateral in football. Like, if you're running an yeah. option in football. <laughs> you know? I, I know enough you know? what you're talking about. Yeah. So, the, like, so you get, like, a, you get, like, a quick quarterback, right? A Cam Newton type. And he's, he's running around the end. And if the linebacker commits, if the linebacker or the cornerback or the defensive back commits to tackling the quarterback then he just pitches it back to the running back that's following him or if they kind of if they kind of spread out to cover the option then the quarterback just runs through the gap um and so you do that with a baby (laughs) moral of that sentence (laughs) toss a baby to the person behind you well you don't want the baby to get tackled (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh no 
But always hold the baby with two hands. That's that that applies to football too. Is a football a baby? Is what we've come to the conclusion. Football baby. Yes, P- the pig skin, as it were. Gross. Um, so Kelsey falls and her papers go everywhere. And Troy and Gabriella like here, see it. And Troy runs. He's just like, I'm gonna help this girl. And just like he's runs. not running, but he's doing like a little trot, especially up the stairs. Where you you know like teenage boys are often like either skipping steps or trotting up the stairs he starts like pushing some papers closer to her and stacking them up he obviously doesn't know like if there's an order or anything so he kind of is just like pushing them towards her and they're probably all out of order anyway so it really doesn't matter but um gabriella just looks at him she like bends down with him but does nothing well because he didn't actually have to pick up that many papers because kelsey had already gotten to most of them so she was like if there were more papers, Gabriella would have been able to help, but like by the time she got there, it was just kind of done. Yeah, but Troy is like starts talking to Kelsey, and Kelsey is so confused. She's like, "Why are you here? What are you doing? I am no one compared to you. Like, why?" It's like, "Why are you talking to me?" Yeah, it is a really fun. It is a really interesting scene because Troy's like being like. A genuine nice guy, not a nice guy TM, but yeah. like a genuine nice guy where he's like, hey, you, like you're the composer, right? Like you wrote that song that Ryan and Sharpay just sang and Kelsey's just like silent. Like she's like, what do I do? Like Almost this, deer this, popular ha- this popular handsome boy is talking to me. I'm so scared. <laughs> it's okay, Kelsey. Um, We've all been there. <laughs> and then Troy keeps going like, well, like. I, he's like, I can't wait to hear more of it. And like, he reaches out for a handshake, and then they stand up. I, I thought he was like helping her up. Was what that hand was, it was for? Kind of a kind of a combination of the two, I think. Joint handshake and help up. Because Troy Bolton. Because he wasn't like picking her up. No, like they were just kind of they were both kind of just standing up while they were holding hands. She also like did the dainty, almost like princess queen hand thing, where she gave the <laughs> her the top of her hand like. A, was he supposed to kiss the ring? Like, <laughs> also. No, but she's she's pristine and gentle, and he's tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> Troy's ring in this scene. This is another scene in which his ring was super distracting to me. Like, it's so I glinty. I have not seen his ring. <laughs> it's so glinty. He wears it on his right ring finger, his school ring, and it's just so bright and shiny. I mean, I mean, Troy's just really pulling out all the like the like nice guy things. He's like, he's really manic pixie dream boying it up right now. <laughs> he's like, he's like, why do you why do you let Sharpay and Ryan treat you so bad? Is it like, isn't it your show? And she goes, is it? And that's kind of like the, one of the only things she says in the scene. And he's like, yeah, you're the playmaker. Yeah, he says, you're the composer, and the composer's kind of like the playmaker in basketball. She goes, playmaker? He, he's like, you're the one who makes everyone else look good. Exactly. And that's kind of where it ends. We, we get the rest of the um, metaphor explained at the end, at, at the beginning of next minute, but... Yeah, it, um, don't forget this, Ty, comes back for Oh, sure. interesting, um... Sorry yeah, to give no, away right. something, but yeah, this is a this is an important interaction happening right now. In the lang- in the language of the metaphor, right? So play 
he says playmaker and it's like you think when you think playmaker in basketball you probably you're probably thinking like oh playmaker is like someone who's sinking shots right but actually the metaphor means in basketball that you're that you're running and executing plays in such a way that it opens people up for shots so that they can hit them and they look good so I mean, yes, playmaker like means that like you're getting points, but more realistically in basketball, it means that you're running the plays, which are like these little diagrams of where people should go and who you should block and stuff in order to open up for shots. And that that's often like a point guard or something who gets more assists than points. Good way to describe that for our non-sports listeners. And I'm not a basketball ex- expert. I, l- I looked it up to make sure that the the um the metaphor <laughs> tracked for the writer's sake because <laughs> they clearly don't know much about basketball so um but in this in this one they were correct they know more than darbus who thinks it's a posse <laughs> and not a team so i mean yeah i i like this interaction between troy and uh troy and kelsey and gabrielle is there like looking back and forth and just smiling and like being compassionate you you, like see this kindness like oozing off of her like you she radiates kindness right now in a in a very simple way that like it's not a lot and like you may not necessarily notice it but like vanessa hudgen is just like conveying an emotion really well here's here's my thing and you're totally right uh gabriella despite not having any lines is doing putting on a good performance here's my thing it's that um you know, I might just start shipping Troy and Kelsey now. Um, that just might be my thing. Um, <laughs> Look at everyone. Because this is kind of the more like fairy tale plot is like, oh, this shy kind of theater girl who like gets kind of picked on by everyone. Now the popular boy is talking to her and she's like a little flabbergasted and doesn't know how to respond. Right. Gabriella. Yeah, she's like a new student. She's a shy nerdy she, like, girl, though. But, but she but, she answered like, a math question right, Tyler. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> but like, the, it still feels that like she and Troy still would like are very compatible in like a very like movie kind of way, and it seems that Kelsey and Troy are kind of the more like traditionally like non compatible like. What I'm saying is Troy should she's all that, Kelsey. That's what I was like. Except, are, are you trying to do a she's all that kind of film? Except not except not that he, she should like change her look because Kelsey's look is perfect. She's adorable. Um, I mean, she would probably change it in college and get a like and get a little bit more on top of things. But, you know, it's a good look. I think Kelsey would get a chop in college. Like Chelsea, Kelsey would go chop. I don't, what is um, like a really short haircut? Like, oh, she, okay. she'd go short hair. Yeah. And that, yeah. that was I'll a thing at my Chelsea. undergrad, but it also meant something else sometimes, too, for some people, so. Um, well, she's got that hat on, too. <laughs> it's a good so. hat. Her hat is more on, like, a military style. It's like style. a Che Guevara hat, yeah. yeah. I'm like, it's like a military style hat. But basically what I'm saying is, like, because like, I, I said the Manic Pixie Dream Boy line earlier, and, it like, it does really feel like that sort of movie where it's, like, Kelsey's kind of like the shy, reserved girl, and Troy is like the the basketball boy who actually has feelings. It feels like that that combination is more interesting than Gabriella, who is an interesting character, but like also just seems like a normal person. 
she's a freaky geek girl, Ty. She thinks she's that, but just like looking at her and like, you don't, yeah, you don't get that. She doesn't roll her backpack around like Taylor does, or yeah, and she she like she dresses in like stuff. you know like classic mid two thousands Aeropostale or whatever. <laughs> like I don't know the yeah. brands. Yeah, Aeropostale. I'm like, from Vintage dre- Hollister. Yeah, yeah. She she dresses normal, like like just saying conventional. Like, that's that's all just flavor text that yeah. I'm putting out there. Tyler um, is gonna write his own treatment on High School Musical. I'll write, I'll write a fanfic musical where Troy and Kelsey get together. No, I, I um, Kelsey's definitely like one of my favorite characters in the series. I really yeah. like her, um, and I like where she goes throughout the series. So, ooh, where does she go? Did she go to Spain? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what that joke was. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about a decom of the week? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> All right. So I am delivering Tyler's decom of the week this week. Condor's going to give me a title, and I'm going to have to guess what that movie's about. They actually did this on a recent episode of the podcast Story Break um, from Rocket Jump Productions. And they, they did a game where they, like, they they looked at the posters too, so they would like get the title on a poster, and they would pitch the they would pitch the plot of the movie. And I was like, "Hey, that's what we do, except we don't even get to look at the poster. <laughs> we make it extra hard for ourselves." Yeah. Okay. All right. Me with this decom. So I wanted to continue my Ali and AJ um, films because you still don't know who they are. But I heard it was really <laughs> funny. I had done a quality listen to. The, the last time I did the decom of the week. And then Potential Breakup Song came on my Spotify like shuffle that morning, and I was like, whoa. They knew I was talking about Ali and AJ. Um, that would be the song you know of them, Tyler's Potential Breakup Song. I remembered what it was after the fact. It, it sounds like a, a, a popular teen song, but I, I'm not. I know. You were probably just a little too young. So this movie is called Cowbells. It came out in March. Cowbells. And it's spelled B-E-L-L-E-S. E-S. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. And it came out in 2006. And it stars, it stars both Ali um, or Allison. And AJ. Or Allison Michalka and AJ, who is uh, Amanda Michalka. So. Oh, are they like actually twins? They're like actually sisters, I think. Oh, I don't think they're oh, twins. They sisters or twins? Okay. Um, I don't think... Yeah, they're just sisters. They're not twins. Okay, so we have cowbells. Yes. Um, so they're clearly young ladies who enter a rural environment. Let's say... Okay, here we go. Um, I never saw the um, Hannah Montana movie, but isn't a big part of that where, Han- like, Miley... I don't know... What's what's Miley Cyrus's like in show name? It's Miley something. Miley Stewart. Do you remember Miley Stewart? Is yeah. that it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. My, I think in the Hannah Montana movie, like Miley Stewart, like goes to like a farm and there's like horses and like stuff like that. It's very like cowboy, like country aesthetic. So I like, and I don't know the plot of that movie, but for cowbells, I think what I'm gonna do, it's gonna be not. I don't know if they're long lost sisters, 
like it's not i don't know if it's a sister sister scenario where they like were separated at birth or something because they're not twins per se but let's say one of the one of the sisters is like country girl all the way like she grew up on a farm and the other girl is city girl and (laughs) she comes to the farm city mouse country mouse (laughs) yeah well is city mouse that's like a common thing but i feel like that's usually the country person coming to the city or i don't know which version which direction it goes both ways it can go both ways yeah um okay in this case it's city city girl which is Allie, i'll say okay comes to the comes to the farm to meet her kind of long lost sister aj maybe their parents had divorced and each kept one, one child which isn't a, a usual thing um you're describing the 1994 parent trap now th- there's also i was also like <laughs> this is a little parent trappy um <laughs> It wasn't 1994, it was 1996, maybe? There's some sort of plot contrivance wherein these (laughs) sisters don't know each other. And yet, right, um, so Allie comes to live in the the farm, and there's, you know, growing pains, getting used to waking up at sunrise and shoveling cow manure, right? As you do. Um, That's kind of like their first bonding scene, is them shoveling cow manure. And she's like, well, and then Allie's like, well, this isn't what I pictured of living in the country. I pictured like, you know, watching the sunset at a big field and, you know, and riding, riding horseback. And and AJ's like, oh, we'll do that too. But like, this is what being a cowbell is. It's like hard work too. Um, And so it's kind of like them getting to know each other, but you're right. But probably AJ doesn't know how to talk to boys. So like they go to like, um, like a hoedown. And AJ's like, I don't want to dance. Um, and Allie actually kind of picks it up really quick. Um, and AJ is kind of nervous. So there's like, there's a, there's a dynamic there where like, you know, they're both learning from each other how to be cowbells. And I don't know if... What, what's the drama? I mean, it's a, like, it's a comedy by, like, it's a comedy by nature, right? That they're both kind of in this situation. The drama is what I was getting to. I don't know if there's some sort of pageant to be like, who's the uh, Tennessee cowbell, like like a miss like a miss pageant, or if there's like a boy that they're kind of contesting over, or if like their parents, if like if their parents have drama, or now now if it's all of a sudden like, uh, their Allie's guardian is like, actually you got to come back because um, we need you back, and she's like, no, I'm gonna stay on the farm. Uh, with my sister where I belong. Let's say all three of those happen. <laughs> so there's a little pageant. And, and well, they both go in and they both lose to someone else. So it's like, no hard feelings. Someone else who really deserved it got it. Maybe they like, maybe it's actually like a, like a mid-movie thing where this pageant happens. Um, and they like get into like a fight at it in the middle of it. Potentially over the boy. And later on they make up and they realize that um, them being sisters is more important than, than than them falling for the boy. It turns out the boy did something jerky anyway, so they're like, uh, he's gross. Good. And then no the boys. end and then and then the end is the parent calling and be like, come back and Allie being no. And then it's like, oh, happy ending. And then they do ride on horseback and watch a sunset or whatever. That's very cute. I feel like I wrote a pretty good decom right there. You did, but it's very wrong. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, you want to hear what the real cowbells is about? Yes. All right. So, Allie and AJ, or Taylor and Courtney. I won't keep that straight the whole time, because I got confused reading through the plot a bunch. Um, are two spoiled, yet well-intentioned sisters. That is the direct description from Wikipedia. Um <laughs> They live with their father. Um, their mother died before the movie started. And their father... Uh, own- classic Disney. Classic Disney. Uh, their father owns a dairy company. And um, the girls are very spoiled, um, very careless. They, um, One of them almost... They, they leave to go shopping. And they leave a towel on a burner. And it catches on fire. <gasps> So, oh no, does their house burn down? No. But oh, good. the father is like, all right, you two are out of control. You got to start working. Like, I'm going to learn you a lesson. I'm going to learn you a lesson. So they start working for the dairy company and they are... I feel like I was pretty close in this regard. Yeah. No, you weren't too bad, but it's both of them instead of just one of them. Um, okay. And they're pretty bad at it. And like they, they drop one of one of them drops their cell phone into yogurt. They they flip berries on themselves. Um, That's pretty funny. And the employees are like, these girls are awful. Why are they working here? Like they're making my life difficult. And they're the owners' kids. Oh, oh yes. Hi, you're doing great. Y- huh? Yeah. Um, but they start they like but they start to learn and they start to get into it and they get better. But all of a sudden, someone steals the money out of the business's bank account and they're like oh it was the girls they're like the worst um and one of the one of the sisters is like well the employees can't get paid now because we have no money like let's use our money for it says a party i'm assuming it's like their sweet 16 or something like that and like let's give them some money so they can be paid and like be recognized for their work and um courtney doesn't or court yeah courtney doesn't want to do that she's like no but taylor does it anyways and like gives them the money so they're they're paid and um courtney is still really reluctant to be working there despite being kind of good at it taylor's like really into it and is doing well it but courtney again causes a huge mistake in that she dates the milks incorrectly so they're, they're they send them out expired based on the date the sell-by date and everyone is like what did you do you really messed up and but th- they all come together including town people which is very weird like people like their friends and like their debutante friends and stuff and like help them out because they're trying to save this company that is like has no money like the money was stolen who stole the money that we're getting there ty they 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 fix the problem and it's all okay and then they find out it was their father's best friend and business partner who stole all the money and Mm, never trust a business partner that's what i say and (laughs) apparently in so in the main version he gets away with the money and they'll be fine but they just like can't spend as much like they have to like tighten their waist belt basically a little bit but there's also apparently an alternate ending in which they catch the thief and get the money back 
Um, do they like drop him in some yogurt or something? Please tell me they do that. They show their father a footage of the embezzler playing in a casino in Puerto Rico, and the FBI catches them. Oh, man. Only one is for a Disney Channel original movie villain to get dropped in a vat of chocolate or yogurt or like get a pie in the face or something. That's what they all deserve. Doesn't that happen in Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off? I don't know, but it, you know, you know what I'm talking no, about. Where it's like talking. a classic, like kids movie bad guy, yeah. like gets some sort of uh, it happen- gunk on them. Yeah, it happens in um the the movie where Paul Giamatti turns blue with Amanda well, Bynes. Um, and Big Fat Liar yeah. is different because that's like the like the whole plot of the movie is that he's blue. No, but um, like he gets a pie thrown in his face at one point in the movie. I remember that. Okay. Um, okay. So that's cowbells. I honestly think I would watch both your version and the other version. I like the spin on the country city mouse kind of thing. It's a nice touch. Um, but also, I like this kind of like girls learn a lesson. I feel like sometimes the versions we come up with make sense. And the ones that that are real don't make any sense. Yeah. Alley strike. Or, <laughs> yeah, that alley cat strike one. Alley cat strike. That was one. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, how did you come up with this convoluted plot? It seems so simple. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Cowbells is on Disney+. Plus. Mm. Very good. Well, that was minute 36 and Cowbells. Cow- is it one word or two words? Two words. Thanks for chatting, yeah. Chandra. <laughs> nice seeing your face. Where could people find us? <laughs> uh, people can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Or me personally, at Tyler Booty, 2-I-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. Send us an email at amateurnerdspresent at gmail.com. Tell us how wrong we are about our basketball knowledge or our um, composer knowledge. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at T Golden Art on Instagram. And hit up our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. He does lessons if you want to learn any instruments. I've been Condra. And I've been Tyler Boudreaux. And we'll be back next week for more High School Musical fun. And maybe someday we'll find out how Troy and Gabriella sing this song that they're supposed to sing. I sure don't know, but it'll have it eventually. You can bet on it. 